0: And thank you for tuning in to a special episode here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. No, this is not real paranormal talk. No, this is not ranking tracks. No, this is not reviews by Jeff. What is it? Well, it's going to be a Super Bowl preview. And uh, it's just a one-off sports episode. I don't plan on doing a lot of these, but I figured with the Super Bowl coming this Sunday, I would take a completely impartial look at the rosters of the starting teams of both the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams and see who really has the edge. Now, I'm going to do my best to be completely uh, honest with my reviews because I'm a diehard Steeler fan, and it hurts me that the Bengals, the Bengals, are in the Super Bowl. Although, let's be honest, the Steelers had no shot. The Bengals do deserve to be here, so yeah, I'm gonna do my best to uh not let my personal feelings towards the Cincinnati Bengals—I mean Bengals—sorry, Freudian slip—uh—and see which team has the advantage by position. So this should be a fun little uh, review. Like I said, I'm not gonna do these regularly, but uh, it's a Super Bowl, so I think I can, you know do these every time there's a major championship happening. So, let's go ahead and take a look and compare the starting teams for the Bengals, see, I said it that time, and the Rams. And we're going to start, of course, where else? At the quarterback position. So, we have Joe Burrow of the Bengals versus uh, Matthew Stafford of the the Rams. And, I mean, you really don't have two... More opposing statures of quarterbacks. One, you have the young gun in Joe Burrow, and you have the gunslinger of Matthew Stafford. Neither had won a playoff game before this this current playoff began. Joe Burrow had an excuse; he had never played in a playoff game before, and Matthew Stafford had been in quite a few of them. Well. Several of them with the Lions, and, well, they were the Lions, and we know how that went. So I am going to go ahead and give the uh, edge in this one to the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is the future of this league, and nothing against Matthew Stafford. He's a very good quarterback, obviously. I mean, he got his team to the Super Bowl, but I think that Joe Burrow definitely has the advantage in this one. So, one point goes to the Bengals. Next position we're going to take a look at is running back. And here we have Joe Mixon versus Cam Akers. Now, as of right now, Cam Akers is listed as questionable. I'm just going to assume that it's the Super Bowl, and unless he literally cannot play, he's going to play. Unless you're actually listed as out. I'm assuming you're gonna play, and in this uh, head-to-head matchup, again, I gotta go Joe Mixon. I gotta go with the Bengals. Cam is a good running back, but Joe Mixon is—he's not top-tier running back. He's just a little bit below, and Cam is a little bit below him. So, I'm gonna go ahead and give the advantage in the running back position to the Bengals. See, I told you I'd be impartial. I mean, we're not going to talk tight ends because or uh, fullbacks because, I mean, it's the fullback. doesn't really matter. So let's go ahead and look at wide receiver number one. And this is the marquee matchup because you have Jamar Chase, probably the greatest rookie receiver we've seen since Odell Beckham Jr., versus Cooper Cop and as as great as Jamar is, and his connection with Joe Burrow having played with him in LSU, I just Cooper cup is just I mean, he won offensive Player of the Year, or some he won the wide receiver of the year or whatever it was last night at NFL honors. so it's hard to really argue. Jamar Chase is up there, and he's going to be the greatest receiver. In the league in the next couple of years. He's not there yet. But his speed and his hands. There's no doubt about it. That that guy's going to win a lot of awards for the Bengals. But right now I'm going to give the edge in wide receiver one to Cooper Cup. So let's go ahead and move to wide receiver number two. And this one is an, another interesting. Speaking of Odell Beckham Jr., it is Odell Beckham Jr. versus T. Higgins. And this really, honestly, could go as a push because they are both very good. T. Higgins has, you know, proved to be a reliable target for Burrow. Beckham, in his short time with the Rams, has proven to be a good target for Stafford. I'm going to do something that not a lot of people are going to agree with. I'm going to look at what Beckham has done to his other teams over the years and kind of give him a thumbs down because that's, he's kind of been an issue sometimes. I mean, he's literally quit on teams. I mean, not Antonio Brown level of quit, but, I mean, it's close. So... For that, I'm going to give the nod once again to the Bengals, who now have a 3-1 lead over the Rams. Let's go ahead and check out wide receiver number three position, and it is between Tyler Boyd and Van Jefferson. Again, Van is listed as questionable, but because it is the Super Bowl, I'm going to go ahead and just assume he's playing. And I'm going to give the advantage once again to the Cincinnati Bengals and Tyler Boyd. So for those of you keeping score right now, it is the Bengals for the Rams 1. Now let's turn our attention to the tight ends. We have for the Bengals, C.J. Uzoma, who is again questionable, versus Tyler Higby, who is questionable. I think this also may be the Super Bowl with the most Tylers that could potentially start between Tyler Boyd and Tyler Big uh, Higby. Uh, between these two, I'm going to actually give the edge to Tyler Higby. I think he's a little bit of a better target. Uh, Uz- Uzoma is alright. He's not a bad tight end. But I think Higby is just a little bit better. So that now makes it 4-2. to two. Now, I could easily uh, try and research the offensive linemen of both teams. Let's be honest. The vast majority of people do not know a single thing about offensive linemen, um, unless it is a huge name. Uh, None of these players. No offense to Jonah Williams, Quinton Spain, Trey Hopkins, Jackson Carman, Isaiah Prince, Andrew Whitworth, David Edwards, Brian Allen, Austin Corbett, or Rob Havenstein. None of you jump out as huge names on the offensive line. Uh, I'm actually going to give the uh, advantage to the Rams because I know that uh, Joe Burrow got sacked a lot in the game against the Titans, I believe it was, that he got sacked, I believe it was eight times. So, there's no way to look at giving up eight or more sacks and think, that is a sturdy offensive line. So, right now, I'm actually going to give the advantage to the Rams as far as the offensive line. Making it now four to three. Now, we're going to talk about the defense. Now, this is going to be a little bit different because... One team plays a 4-3, and one plays a 3-4. So they're not going to match up exactly correct. But I'm sure going to try to go ahead and give the advantage one way or another. On the uh, left defensive end, we have Sam Hubbard versus Sean Robinson. I'm going to give the advantage to the Bengals and Sam Hubbard. Again, the all the... D-line is almost a step above the O-line, where unless you're a really big name, not a lot of people know about you. And some of these names are obviously greater than others. So it's not really... I can't really do much with it, but I I do know Sam Hubbard, so I'm going to go ahead and give the advantage to him over Sean Robinson. Let's go ahead and check some stats here on other players... Just to do this correctly, we have DJ Reader, who is a defensive tackle for the Bengals, versus defensive lineman Greg Gaines. Neither one of them have, you know, huge numbers. But comparing sacks and solo tackles, I'm going to give the advantage to Greg Gaines of the Rams. Next up, and this isn't even fair, to do a right defensive tackle by the name of B.J. Hill versus a right defensive end by the name of Aaron Donald. Yeah, so B.J. Hill's stats are good. 5.5 sacks, 29 solo tackles. Not bad. Then you look at Aaron Donald, who's predominantly known as one of the best defenders in the league, with 12.5 sacks. 38 solo tackles, and four forced fumbles. So yeah, I think it's safe to say Aaron Charles Donald gets the win. With that, the Bengals have now tied it up thanks to the strength of their defense. The next one is actually a really tough one to call. Between Trey Hendrickson of the Bengals and Leonard Floyd of the Rams, because Trey Hendrickson has 14 sacks, 21 solo tackles, and four and 3 forced fumbles. As opposed to 9.5 sacks, 37 solo tackles, and a forced fumble. But I'm going to give the stats by, thanks to the stats, I'm going to give the edge to Trey Hendrickson. Next up is a very tough one to call. I... Literally just looked at stats for the last five minutes going back and forth. This one going between Logan Wilson and Ernest Jones. But I'm going to give the advantage to to Ernest Jones because of the combination of of tackles. He has 36 solo tackles and 25 assisted tackles for a total of 61. As opposed to Logan Wilson, who had 23 solo and only 10 assisted tackles. For a total of 33. So in this case. Ernest Jones. Gets the advantage. And a point goes to the Rams. So now a quick tally. As we're halfway through the de- defense. is It's tied. The Bengals clearly are the better offensive team. And the Rams are definitely the better defensive team. So that always makes for an interesting matchup. Especially when you've got say the Rams on offense, and then the Bengals on defense. But there's still a couple more predi- positions that we're going to look at, so let's continue on. And this battle is between Jermaine Pratt of the Bengals and Troy Reader of the Rams, and the advantage will certainly go to Jermaine Pratt with his 76 combined tackles, 50 of them solo, 26 assisted, No interceptions, no fumbles, no sacks, as opposed to 58 combined, 36 solo, 22 assisted. Two forced fumbles at least for Troy Reader, but I still have to give the advantage to Jermaine Pratt and the Bengals. And they are now back on top, 7-6. And this one's just a little unfair to do, but I have to do it anyway. Sorry, Marcus Bailey, your numbers look okay, but you are going up against a gentleman by the name of Von Miller, who again is a former Defensive Rookie of the Year, has won several awards throughout the years, and continues to be a dominant player, and then you have Marcus Bailey, 38 tackles, which is 38 more than I had, but yeah. It's safe to say Von Miller wins this one. And now we're going to go ahead and jump into the secondary, starting with Eli Apple versus Darius Williams. Advantage, left cornerback, goes to Eli Apple. Next up in the secondary position, we've got the strong safety battle of Von Bell versus Nick Scott. And the Bengals definitely have the advantage in the secondary. Point goes to Vaughn Bell. The free safety battle was very close comparing the stats, but I'm going to give it to Taylor Rapp of the Rams over Jesse Bates. Not by much, but I mean, they both had one interception. They both had uh, one sack, but some of the other numbers just go in Taylor Rapp's favor. All right, and that leaves just one more position in the secondary, and that is the right cornerback. Which is, and I'm sorry if I mispronounce this name, Chide Chiday, a woozy. I'm just gonna call him a woozy because that's a lot more fun to say than the first name, versus Jalen Ramsey. And I'm sorry, but a woozy is gonna be a little a woozy after that battle cause Jalen Ramsey wins. And I do not apologize for my woozy joke. All right, now that after all that. It's tied nine nine, so let's go ahead and look at the two special teams. Because let's be honest, think about how many game winning field goals we have seen this postseason. The kickers and the punters are going to be important. So let's take a look at the place kickers of Evan McPherson versus Matt Gay. And with this, I I gotta give. I mean, Evan McPherson has has ice in his veins, man. So I'm going to give the the kicking advantage to the Bengals and Evan McPherson. And then we have the punter, the lonely, lonely punter. We have Kevin Huber, who averages 46.4 yards per kick versus one Hecker of a punter, Johnny Hecker, who averages 44.2. And just based off the average alone, Kevin Huber wins that one as well. And there's one last position I want to look at, and that is the head coach, because that is a very important position as well. We have Zach Taylor of the Bengals versus Sean McVay of the Rams. I honestly had to look up who the Bengals head coach was, as opposed to Sean McVay, who is doing national commercials. He's, you know getting to be a superstar-level coach. So no offense to Zach Taylor, but I'm going to give the advantage to Sean McVay. But even with that said, it looks like the Bengals have edged out the Rams 11-10. to 10. And I think we're in for one hell of a Super Bowl, no matter who you root for. So, hopefully we have as great of a game as we've seen this entire postseason, which, for the exception of maybe two or three games, have all come down to the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, the Steelers get in their butts whipped by the Chiefs are uh, part of those two to three games that were not good. But anyway, I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope the team that you pull for wins. I... Uh, just comparing the stats i want the rams to win but i think the Bengals are going to pull it out we shall see i want to thank you for listening i hope you've enjoyed me breaking down the super bowl if you want more of me talking sports let me know shoot me a message like comment on this uh podcast let me know and again Just enjoy the game, enjoy the commercials, enjoy halftime, enjoy your friends and family, or your pets, if that's who you're watching it with. I don't judge. Thank you for listening, and have a good one, everyone. Check out the other great shows here on CKCC Radio. In the meantime, take it easy.